Hello and welcome to Always Christian Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Renee. And here we talk about the Word of God, we talk about faith, we talk about love, we talk about life, and many other topics. My hope is that you hear something here that will encourage you in your walk with Christ, and we can grow in our walk together. When God has called you to your purpose, oftentimes you are met with resistance from either yourself or others around you. The enemy also all wanting the same thing from you and that's not to move forward with what God has asked you to do. However, God will not let you walk away from what he's called you to do because the longer you put it off, the more and more he will tell you it's time for you to move. He'll tell you either by making you uncomfortable where you are or showing you bits and pieces of where you could be if you just trust in him. We as Christians are supposed to deliver the word of God with a confidence and a boldness that we can't find anywhere else other than the hand of God. No matter how he has called you to give his word, you are obligated to do just that, to deliver the word of God with the boldness and confidence that comes only from your Father in Heaven. Sometimes we allow self-doubt and our past to contradict what we could be doing or what we should be doing or what we shouldn't be doing. You might feel too dirty, you might feel too lost, you might feel you've done too many terrible things in your life, but our God is a Redeemer and He can do no wrong. And he wasn't wrong when he called you into your purpose. You might say to yourself, am I wrong for feeling that I shouldn't be called? Am I wrong that I feel that I shouldn't be doing this or that? My answer to that question would be yes. If you take a look in the Bible, you can see many instances where God has called those who others look at as disqualified not able to speak eloquently and shouldn't even be in front of anyone to even say anything about God you know in Exodus 4.10 the NIV translation says Moses said to the Lord pardon your, your servant Lord I have never been eloquent, neither in past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. But if you look in verse 11, you'll see what the Lord says to him. He says, Who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak, and will teach you what to say. It seems as if Moses was telling the Lord that he isn't the one he wanted to use. But the Lord told Moses to go, and that he would speak for him. 
Moses was used to take the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, which was slavery, and into the promised land, which is freedom. You know, even then, though, in the promised land, some of them Moses let out didn't get to go because they decided that God was taking too long in some cases to show them the promised land. And some of them wanted to go back to Egypt. Some of them died in the wilderness on the way to their promise. Only because of being impatient, being disobedient, putting other gods before the main God. There's only one main God. But some of those decided to worship an idol. They decided to live in sin on their way to their promise. But now let's look at Paul. Paul wrote 17 books of the Bible in the New Testament. Paul looked to me to be bold enough in his faith to do what God called him to do, even though others around him were skeptical of him because of his past. He did not He did not let that affect him though. At least in the Bible it didn't seem that way that Paul allowed others faith in him or whatever you would like to call that bother him no he still did what God told him to do Paul still met with people prayed with people spoke to people whatever God told him to do Paul did it but for those of you that don't know Paul was once Saul that's all in the Bible that killed Christians that saw that wanted to make sure that they would not and could not continue to spread the good news of Christ but once Jesus entered the picture everything changed on Paul's way to Damascus he meets Jesus at this time he's Paul at this time Paul was Saul on the road to Damascus Jesus says to him Saul Saul why are you persecuting me and Saul says who are you and he said Jesus says to to Saul I'm Jesus who you persecute and you know Jesus in all of his glory and all of his authority could have condemned Paul could have made it to where he wouldn't have been a a huge figure in the Bible but Jesus saw something different than what everyone else saw 
Jesus didn't see a killer in Saul. He he didn't see a liar. He didn't see a cheater. He didn't see anything Paul used to be. He may, he may have seen it, but he didn't call Saul by that name. By his past, he did not call Saul that. No, he told Saul to get up and go to a town where Ananias later came, prayed over him, and Paul received his sight back. So Jesus caused him to be blind for a while. But when he got his sight back, he decided, I don't know if it was before he received his sight back or after or during, I don't know when, but there was a decision Paul had to make. And that was to follow the voice and the word of God. And he did that. If you look at your situation, I don't, I don't even feel comfortable sometimes talking about the word of God. But if we look at our situations, no matter where we come from, no matter our background, our race, none of that matters. What matters is that we use our gifts and talents to preach and tell the word of God that Jesus is due to return soon. I don't know the day or the hour. No one knows the day or the hour. And you want to know something? Jesus himself does not know the day or the hour. Only God, his father, knows the day and the hour. So while we have this time, we are supposed to give our life to Christ We're supposed to live holy, and we're supposed to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and his return. Don't let your past mistakes hinder you giving the word of God. Because you want to know why? Your past mistakes could be something someone needs to hear to say to themselves and to God. I'm ready to live this life, Lord, that you've called me to to live. I don't care how many drugs you've done. I don't care how many times you've cheated, lied, fornicated. I don't care. What matters is that you repent from your sins and you give your life over to Christ And you let him lead you every single day, every single hour, every single minute into what he has called you to be and to do. Because at the end of the day, his word will always prevail. You have a right to say no. But just know that no is not going to come easy to you. That yes won't either, though. But that yes is more important than that no. Because when you say yes, you become 
more protected, I would say, it seems like, by the hand of God. Because your yes has made you a child of God. And his children are not to be played with. His children are not to be messed with in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So when you say yes, you have an extra covering, I would say. And that's the Holy Spirit. Once you get baptized, and don't don't listen to these preachers and teachers who tell you you don't need to be baptized. The Bible says you should be baptized in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. When you get baptized, you become sealed. And that sealed is the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit will lead you in all righteousness, in all understanding of the Word of God, and everything that you need to do to fulfill your purpose that God has for you. You don't need to be afraid to say yes. Just like... With these podcasts, you know, sometimes I'm like, well, I don't want to push anybody away. And I'm scared that I might say the wrong things. And I'm scared that people would say, well, I'm a woman and I have no place in speaking. But you know what? I want people to know that God can use anybody. God can use any body. So if someone's telling you no because of your past or if someone's telling you, well, if you change this and you change that, then then maybe. Nobody, nobody in this whole entire world has a heaven to keep you out of or a hell to put you in other than Jesus. He's the one you should should be fearing. The Bible says, don't, it doesn't say it like this. I'm just quoting it. It says, it's better to fear the Lord who can kill the body and the soul than those who can only kill the body. Because after a person has killed the body, what else could they do? Nothing. But when Jesus kills the body, he has all authority in his hands If you didn't live according to his word and his purpose, and if you didn't give your life to, to him while you were living, when you die, your soul goes to hell. And that's no place to be. That's not a game. But when you say yes, eternity is also sealed for you. When you say yes, You are not only covered by God, God lives in you. His Holy Spirit lives in you. It's better to say yes. So with that being said, I'm going to end today's podcast. And I hope you have a beautiful Wednesday, Thursday. (laughs) And I hope and pray that You and I both no longer stand in fear when we're supposed to do what God has called us to do. No matter who's watching watching you or me or listening to you or me or 
judging you and me, like I said, nobody but Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit has a hell to put you in or heaven to put you in. And it all depends on how you live as you live. So God bless. Have a beautiful day or a beautiful night wherever you are. And I will talk to you this Saturday, Lord willing, and we'll talk about a little motivation then. So, I'll talk to y'all later.